0: hey y'all welcome back to the late night vision show this is episode number 71 this is the first and the only podcast dedicated to all things night vision thermal imaging and uh, night hunting if it's got to do with a night vision scope a thermal scope or doing uh hunting stuff in the dark then hans and i are going to talk about it on this show and uh, uh i already mentioned him hans my uh, co-host my partner in crime uh welcome to the show how are you tonight hans
1: Hey man, I'm really good. You know, you're talking about doing stuff in the night. I'm, I'm glad that you clarified that.
0: I, I didn't know where you were going <laughs> with was, that. <laughs> I was hoping we could just skip past that. You yeah.
1: would not catch no, but, that. Do we need yeah. a
0: retake? Do we need to start no, over?
1: <laughs> no retakes. No retakes. No We've retakes already got on one retake. this show. That's yeah. right. So no, everything's great, man. I tell you what, it's kind of an interesting time of year. Hogs are moving really uh, a lot right now. Um, you know, you talk uh, here recently about all the hogs that you got popping up on camera. Mine is the same way. My phone's probably going to be buzzing right out of my pocket, uh, and yeah. we may have to cut the show so I can go shoot a hog real quick because oh, I got now. one one that's been showing up at the the house. But um, we've got some interesting news, some 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 good stuff to talk about. Uh, also, stay tuned for the end of the show because uh, something exciting happened to me last week. But if you're watching right now on YouTube. Um, I am. Uh, you're wondering why Hans may be wearing a long sleeve shirt. It is because, yes, I've got poison ivy again. <laughs> again? <laughs> <laughs> again. I've got poison ivy again. The first time I had it this summer was a month ago or so ago. And God, it was awful. Boy. I mean, it was absolutely awful. I, hopefully, I've caught it early. I've got it on one arm right now. I'm taking. Ice cold showers. I'm not messing around with taking cold not showers because it that's uh, kind of ruined me last time. But yes, you're wondering why I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt. It's because I've got poison ivy. So, I'm gonna tell I'm, you
0: something. I I, I don't even want to knock. I'm gonna knock on wood right now. I mean, I haven't had it bad in a long time. I used to get it terribly, like you're talking about. But the last time you had it, I, we went hunting uh, together one night when you were like that. And I mean, you had it for like a month. It was the longest case I've ever heard of
1: miserable, absolutely miserable. Um, I know that everybody doesn't want to hear about my case of poison. Ivy. I think I already said it, but, uh, I, I think you should every- probably
0: just stop there. I, think I had it everywhere. This is going. <laughs> I had it
1: everywhere. And y'all don't need to read between the lines on that, but you yeah. can probably tell I had a month of no sleep. Let me just yeah. tell you that. Golly. Oh <laughs> yeah. my goodness. There's all the so, guys many, things, out- there's so many
0: things I could say, but I'm just, we need to move yeah. along because that's, the guys out
1: there know what I'm talking about. It's going to, yeah. it's going to devolve
0: because there's so many things I'm wanting to say right now. So <laughs> yeah. this is a family show. Uh, all right. Moving along. I do want to talk about a lot of stuff. There is a lot of news. We've got uh, some some fun stuff to talk about. We've got some hog stuff to talk about if there's time later in the show. We've got uh, some, uh, I don't know what, I, w- I, don't want to t- I don't want to give it away. We've got some accessory stuff that, that Hans has gotten recently. We've got, mm-hmm. we've got some good news I'm fixing to talk about. We've got some bad news is going to be the main topic. Uh, first thing I want to mention is that uh, I have been Uh, inundated. I think that's the right word. It sounds good. (laughs) Inundated. I can't spell it. That's a 25
1: cent word. (laughs) I know. I can't
0: spell it, but uh, we've had a whole bunch uh, of requests recently for us to do a review on the podcast of the Pulsar Digisite N450 or the 455. That is Mm -hmm. a uh, $1,300, $1,299 digital uh, night vision scope. And... Uh, it's, it's, we're going to get into it a lot more. It's something that, to be honest with you, Hans and I've kind of been ignoring just because it, it is pretty darn expensive. And, you know, the, the Wraith has been getting all the fanfare because of the price, the marker Wraith. But I have had in, since Friday, uh, I guess in the last three or four days, I have had five requests directly, uh, directly that said, please do a review of this. So uh, I talked to my Pulsar rep and I said, man, shoot us over a couple of those things, Uh, you know, sell me a couple and we're going to go test them in the field. And so uh, it may be just a few weeks because we do have to get them. Uh, I think they're in stock uh, over at Pulsar. So I'm going to check on that uh, to be sure. And then we'll get them and uh, check them out in the field, and then we'll do a review. Mm-hmm. So that's something to be looking forward to uh, in the next, you know, may may take us a few weeks, so so give us a little bit on it. But as soon as we get out in the field and feel like we, we you know, know a little bit about them, can compare them to the Wraith, what have you, uh, we will definitely be doing a review on the Pulsar Digisites N-450, and we'll talk about the difference in the 450 and the 455. Uh, so with that said, I want to go ahead and intro – the main topic of the show, and this is something that if you're on social media, you probably read about last week or maybe at least saw some discussion of it. Uh, I saw it was all over every single hog hunting uh, mm. group on Facebook, a lot of you know, non-hog uh, hunting groups, uh, just, just hunting related, Second Amendment related, and uh, Instagram, a lot of other social media places. There is a story that Forbes, uh, Forbes Magazine, they broke this story that the DOJ is requesting to Google and Apple because they own the app stores where people can download apps for their, you know, phones and, and tablets and what have you. They're requesting all of the user data and my understanding, and Hans, you can correct me if I'm wrong, they want the IP address, phone number, email and maybe anything else they've got. I think it's name, phone number, email, IP address of everyone who has downloaded the ATN Obsidian app. And Mm -hmm. that app is, for those that don't know, the the ATN sites, uh, whether it's the X sites or their thermal scopes, the THORs, they all uh, will, uh, most all of them, will connect to this app to stream, to do different things in the scope. Uh, you know, control different settings, that sort of thing. But again, live stream to it. And uh, the DOJ uh, believes that these, I mean, I don't want to give away this whole thing. I know Hans has got a bunch to read. But my understanding is that the DOJ believes there has been some, uh, you know, exportation of these scopes, some, some laws broken. And they're trying to figure out who is using this app to control their scope in other countries outside mm-hmm. the US. And so that's, is that a, is that a decent primer? Cause I mean, I know Hans is, he's read a bunch of stuff and printed a bunch of stuff off. Is that, that pretty good intro of what that is?
1: Yeah, we're ready to go home, end of show. All right, good, and see y'all later. Can, <laughs> <laughs> no, so you're you're right, Jason, there's, there's a lot of, um, uh, man, there's been so much, so many people, this was brought to my attention when the news broke by a buddy of mine that sent me the article right away. I read it, you and I talked about it and then it just exploded on social media. So I I do have the original article from Forbes magazine. I do wanna read some excerpts from it just so uh, for those of y'all that don't know about what's going on, um, really kind of get you up to date, how it affects the industry, how it affects uh, all of the end users, us as, as owners of these types of optics and, um, where do we go from here? And really Jason is going to give us the dealer perspective because, uh, there are, um, some regulations very in the very strict regulations on how dealers approach, uh, the sale of, of the night vision and thermal optics. Yeah. So, yeah. And I want to real
0: quick, just say one thing, just, just to be upfront, cause I know that a lot of people that are, you know, fans of the show already know this. There may be some people, this is your first time watching, uh, full disclosure, Uh, You know, I am a dealer, however, at this point, uh, about for the last probably three or four years, I have not sold ATN scopes uh, for intentional reasons. We've discussed that on some of the other shows. Hans and I currently aren't using ATN scopes. So, uh, I mean, I'm not saying that like, because there's some, (laughs) (laughs) what we're worried we're going to be implicated in this. (laughs) I mean, we're, as far as I know, we hadn't left Texas, but I I just want to be clear just up front that we're not yeah. using this app. And I mean, not that it matters if you are, or we just, I just yeah. want to say we we do know about these scopes. We know about the app. And so we're going to talk about it though. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll give it from, you know, a user perspective, a, a um, you know, well, the, the constitutional issue is a big deal I want to talk about. So go right ahead, Hans.
1: Yeah. So like Jason said, the the DOJ, the Department of Justice is the one that's requiring or, or basically asking a federal judge uh, or asking Google and, and, uh, Apple for permission to have the user information. So basically the article sh- starts out, which was surprising to me, Jason, never before has a case been disclosed in which an American investigators demanded personal data of users uh, of a single app from Apple or Google, and never has ordered, uh, made public where the feds have asked Silicon Valley giants for more info on so many thousands of people in one go. That to me alone was very surprising. First of all, that, um, the department of justice, American investigators have never asked a American company for so much data at one time and never has it been made public. So, mm. uh, what does, I don't, okay, I don't um, know. Maybe I'm trying to look into that. Maybe oh, too well, much. I'm, but, I'm
0: gonna. Yeah.
1: <laughs> is it, you never know. Cause there's stuff like this doesn't happen on accident. Mm-mm. Um, you know, a lot of these things, seem like, uh, maybe breadcrumbs or maybe bigger than breadcrumbs, uh-huh. but why would they make that information public? Like that they are going and they're asking for information. It is it, uh, is it to, to scare
0: somebody. Yeah. You know? So that's
1: where I'm going with it. Is it to make people nervous or concerned or to make people, uh, Jason, like you, that are on the dealer side, more aware of how they're doing business and who they're yeah. doing business with. It, um, it,
0: it could yeah. be, yeah. I mean, it's, that's a good, Yeah, you know, that's a very good question. And I know, Uh, later in the show, I want to talk a little bit more about it from a dealer perspective, but I I don't know. I'm I'm with you. This is one of those things where it's odd to me that it was made public in the way that it was. Mm. And so, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, I, I also want to know, and I've seen this, I've read a bunch of comments tonight before the show, I was doing some research. And, you know, there's a bunch of people that have basically, you know, news outlets that have regurgitated this article or put a little spin on it and just republished it. And mm-hmm. a lot of those, I mean, they we're talking about all kinds of, uh, you know, non-hunting industry related, uh, you know, right. companies, news sites. And I was reading right. some of the comments. And I mean, these are from what I would say we would call the, the you know, mainstream liberal media. And reading the comments surprised me in a good way mm-hmm. uh, that... The vast majority of people, there was a lot of comments of, I hate guns, blah, 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 you know, but this is unconstitutional. They should not be asking for this much information. And so it was a little heartwarming to me to see people that are admitted anti-Second Amendment, don't like guns, but saying, hey, smart enough to say this could be us next
1: time. In another yes. app, you know. So, so there, yeah, there are implications um, uh, that we'll talk about later that could lead into some some concerning things. But yeah. to go on, uh, according to the application for court or, uh, order filed by the Department of Justice, inve- investigators want information on, uh, like you said, users of the Obsidian for a tool that's used by the rifle scope night vision specialist, American Technologies Network Company Corporation. That's ATN. ATN for all of you that didn't know. Uh, And the, the app allows, and we're all familiar with this, what the apps do. If you own a Pulsar or or anything like this, the app allows gun owners to live stream, take video, calibrate scopes um, for their Apple or uh, iPhone device. Uh, Right now it says that Google um, has about 10,000 downloads. So 10,000, I guess, unique I it users. Says, I
0: think it says 10,000 plus. I think that's, uh, I did yeah, a little research yeah. on, I think it's just, I think when they get to 10,000, the Google play store says 10,000 plus. So I think I it's, a, so probably it's a yeah, bunch. Yeah.
1: 10,000 And they said, iPhone does not keep records or share records on that kind of information. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, if uh, going on the immigration and customers, uh, enforcement department is seeking information as part of a broad investigation into possible breaches of weapons export regulations. And it's looking into illegal exports of ATN scopes, though the company itself isn't under investigation, according to the order. As a part of that, investigators are looking for a quick way to find out where the app is in use, as that will likely indicate where the hardware has been shipped. ICE has repeatedly intercepted illegal shipments of the scopes which is controlled under the International Traffic and Arms Regulation, otherwise known as ITAR, which a lot of us in the industry are familiar with. And according to the government court filing, they included shipments to Canada, the Netherlands, and Hong Kong where the necessary licenses hadn't been obtained. So really, I mean, in a nutshell, that that can tell you, I mean, um, plain and simple, they are, by tracking through the app, they're trying to find out, um, you know, through – uh, user information, IP addresses, they, they can find out uh, where these, um, well, let's just say this, they can find out where the apps are being used. And right. that's but a little bit it, of the concern. This is yeah.
0: where I'm, okay, this is where this gets all mixed up for me. So let's just say, all right, let's just say that, that Apple and and hang on before I even go into that, let's let's be clear. So far, as far as we know, Apple and Google have said no, correct? They're They're not, with without some yes, kind of court they, order, yeah. they're not giving up this information. Is that correct?
1: Um, uh, in the article, it didn't say yes or no. It didn't say <laughs> it didn't okay. say that Google or iPhone said no. It, iPhone, it does, Apple, not iPhone. Not, yeah, Apple. <laughs> Apple. Yeah. Uh, it didn't say that. It, but it 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 didn't say yes or no. But it the implication was that in past history that they mm-hmm. have said no. Okay. But we're talking about a different animal here. This I is. Know. This no, is that, the gun lobby. That, that's a, know? yeah,
0: that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. So,
1: so what I was going to say
0: is this though, what I don't understand. So let's say that the DOJ, uh, they have some reason to believe that, that the ITAR rules have been broken and somebody's exporting these ATN scopes. Mm-hmm. What does it do to, I'm just talking in theory that they get all this information and they go, yep, we can see that, you know. I'm trying not to use a name and, and be, <laughs> be yeah. non-politically correct here. Some guy in Iraq is using this scope, okay? He should mm-hmm. not have it. He's using it, and we've got his IP address. It's going to be really hard to track some guy down in a cave. Wouldn't it be easier, since they already believe this has happened, to track it down from the dealer that sold? I mean, you know what I'm getting at? Like, yeah. if, we, if we got some idea that this has happened, I don't understand how tracing it backwards. They're not if they they're not going to catch some guy in Iraq and you know torture him to say where he bought it. I, I don't know. It just seems like they're going about it the, know, the weird way.
1: It, it does seem like through investigation they could pinpoint it to maybe some dealers or individuals that are uh, are, are illegally illegally shipping these scopes right. where they're not supposed to go. Uh, this statement kind of uh, sums up the broadness. So the request is undeniably broad and would likely include all users of the app within America, Uh not just users abroad who might indicate illegal shipments of the gun appendage. So, I mean, it it is, it is every one of the users on Google or iPhone, anybody that has downloaded this app. um, Your information is basically going to be record of of the department of justice. If, if,
0: if they get this, let's be clear. If they don't, they don't, we don't know that they have it yet.
1: Yeah, no. And we may be, Concerned about nothing um, at this point. Well, I'm just you know, I'm just saying. Let's not
0: say that for for sure. I mean, let's hope that it doesn't happen. But it ain't yeah. looking good. The DOJ normally gets with the DOJ once, but
1: yeah, yeah right. I, and the, and that goes back to the point of maybe um, uh, this information being made public was to try to pressure or um, uh, you know throw some some mm-hmm. weight against some of these uh, you know iPhone uh, Apple and Google to kind of pressure them into giving this. Uh, you know, aiding, abetting the enemy. Uh, one of the things, um, you know, that was was spoken about, it said it's unclear just whom ICE is investigating, which uh, I believe means uh, dealers or individuals that are, are shipping these uh, mm-hmm. units overseas. No public charges have been filed related to the companies or sellers of the weapons tools. Uh, reports online have claimed ATN scopes are being used by the Taliban. Now, that is unconfirmed. These are allegations. (laughs) These are, I don't know if these are proven 100%, but there are videos, Jason, and you and I spoke about this. There are videos out there that looks like um, somebody, uh, an enemy of the United States uh, using one of these ATN scopes. So whether it's real or not, we don't know. I have no idea, but that's what the implication of this article kind of leads you down.
0: Yeah. And I want to bring up one more thing. I've had a couple of people ask me in the last few days. Is uh, okay, so what about Pulsar? They're the only mm-hmm. other company in the U.S. that have a uh, a smartphone app. Is, are they next? And yeah. my answer to that is, I don't know, but yeah. I will tell you this. The difference in ATN and Pulsar is that ATN is an American company.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Pulsar is an international company based mm-hmm. in Lithuania and Belarus. Mm-hmm. Their app is developed overseas and distributed from overseas. Their scopes are sold internationally. They're sold all over the world. So I'm not, I'm just going to say that's different that this is an American, this is an app that originates in America for a scope that is only to be used here without, you know, proper export Pulsar is a scope that's made somewhere else, brought into here an app that is an international app. So it would not be surprising to find their
1: app all over the world. Let, let me read part of this that kind of relates to what you're saying. Though the order is unprecedented in, in America, non-U.S. governments have tried similar tactics before on a grander scale. Uh, as Forbes reported, an unnamed government had asked Apple for data on 58 million users of a single app <laughs> as they were tried. Uh, as they tried to trace a terrorist cell, Apple declined to provide the data. Million. So so basically, uh, uh, a government outside the United States was requesting Apple to provide information on 58 million users of an app. How would to, you to, even to tr- sort that? To track down, million, yeah, to, yeah. So they did decline that. Now, you were speaking about an American company versus a non-American company, um, it, it, you know historically, uh, like you said, this is the first time DOJ has asked an American company to provide data uh, from app users. But we do know that um, other governments have have asked Apple for that information, and they were declined. So that that is good. Uh, But again, it's not related to guns. And we know, uh, we kind of know how Silicon Valley's feelings on Uh, second amendment and guns and and all that kind of stuff. That's that Jason, really, that's the only thing that has me nervous. Um, is we're, we're when we're talking about apps and data, um, we're, we're talking about a, um, a segment of the population, gun owners, um, and gun rights are not, they're not waving gun rights on a flag outside of Apple right now. (laughs) I can tell you you that. Yeah. Well, but, um, but you know, again, um, this is all, um, speculation at this point so. well I'll,
0: I'll speculate and, and go down <laughs> that same rabbit hole that you're talking about yeah. is I mean wh- all this hubbub Apple and and Google don't want to mess with it they're tired of it they don't like guns anyway that you know this this app is flying under the radar uh, don't get me wrong I know they have to review every app but you know they don't they don't know what it is it, it's just, right. you know they don't have a real idea and so wouldn't it be the easy thing to say, hey, you know what? We're no longer – you can't download that app if for, you know, your Apple phone. It's not mm-hmm. in the, the store anymore, and we're going to take it off the, the, you know, the Google app. And, and I know that, that Google, the Android phones have a lot of other – there's multiple app stores, and I think you can get things. But what if Google just mm-hmm. says, oh, we're taking it off of ours, and, uh, you know, Apple does yeah. the same thing. So, yeah, we're just not going to mess with it. You're not going to download it. It's not an approved app anymore. Now – and I mean, they could do that for for any of these optics. Oh yeah. And so yeah. Absolutely. Now what? Now you can't control your your. You know, you don't have the streaming capabilities and all those things. And I mean, it's pure so, speculation, but.
1: Yeah. To to end the article, and I'll, and this is a last little segment. I'll read. Um, Even those who have worked in the government sub- surveillance were stunned by the order. The idea that this data will only be used for pursuing ITAR violations is almost laughable.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, warned Jake Williams, a former NSA analyst and now cybersecurity consultant for uh, rendition InfoSec. So Google and Apple should definitely fight these requests as they represent a slippery slope. This type of bulk data grab is seriously concerning for a number of reasons, not the least of which is that the download of an application and, and, pay attention to this, the download of an application does not automatically imply the attended use of the application. For instance, mm-hmm. researchers often download bulk download applications looking for uh, interesting vulnerabilities. Now, how many times have you downloaded an app that you would never used? What about the people that download <sighs> an ATN down. app? Yeah, download an ATN app that don't own a scope, but just to check it out to see what it looks like. So sure. Um, Well, so so what this
0: means is, what if you're an American citizen and you're you're on uh, you're on vacation in Egypt, seeing the pyramids, (laughs) and you've got an ATN scope coming when you come back, and so you download the Obsidian app while you're looking at the the King Tut's tomb, (laughs) and you're in Egypt, and now you're going to be on this. I'm just, I mean, but really though, I I mean, I I know that's far fetched, but I'm just making the point. This is way too broad of a grab To, to me. If the DOJ says hey, we want to know uh, we've got, you know, something to pinpoint. And, and, you know, we have an IP address or we have a name or we have an email or yep. we've got a specific region we're trying to target outside of the U.S. Uh, mm-hmm. But to to me, this is spying on U.S. citizens, you know, and so, I just have
1: that's yeah. Uh, I'm
0: so, totally against y- it.
1: You know, the question is, obviously – and again, this is far from being approved by Google or or Apple, and this just may be we might just be talking about this for nothing. But this has caused panic, <laughs> and, and not because the people are doing um, right things that they shouldn't for their scopes. But it's a it's a massive uh, a data concern on privacy. Privacy. But, uh, you know the the thing, um, you know, with with what's going on and and how it relates to you, Jason. Um, right now, just so people know. Um, ITAR, explain a little bit about ITAR, what, what you as a dealer have to look for, what you can and cannot do when, as it relates to, uh, selling these, these scopes and units. And also what does it mean for, uh, like we spoke briefly, uh, not just ATN, but companies like Pulsar, is that, is that a concern?
0: Sure. Well, I'll say this and, uh, I'll go ahead and, and be clear on this and, and it might decrease some of my e- email volume, but. As a U.S. dealer, an authorized mm. dealer for—well, let me back up. You don't have to be authorized. It, mm. I mean, it, it applies to me, but it applies to anyone inside mm. the United States. You cannot— Export And export doesn't mean that you officially go down and do something. It means you can put it in your bag, uh, put it in your truck, and drive across the border, fly up across the border, mail it across the border, throw it across the border in <laughs> any direction. You cannot leave the United States without, there, there are some exceptions, obviously, if you do all the paperwork and you do certain things, then I'm sure that you could. The average person Man, is not going to go through all that. And it took
1: me 12 it, twelve. it took me twelve months to get a suppressor stamp. I can't imagine how long no. it would take yeah, to get to, that to, to, to haul
0: your to haul your thermal <laughs> yeah. with you. No. So, with that said, you don't leave the country with them. You don't send them to anybody outside the country. Uh, that obviously is a huge liability for us as dealers. Uh, but the same liability you know, carries to to anybody. If Joe Schmo has a, a thermal scope or a night vision scope and uh, you know, he sells it to some random person, it's just like selling a gun. So mm. you, you can't knowingly do it. Now, if, if you have no indication, no idea that a guy's going to buy it and haul it out of the country in six months, I mean, obviously that's not your fault. No different than if you sell a gun and, and the guy's going to, you know, commit a crime with it as long as you don't know or have any idea. And so I get requests almost every single day, sometimes multiples. I mean, it adds up to 10 or 15 minimum a week every week for people asking me to ship them a scope outside of the U S now. The vast majority of the time, these guys are in Australia, New Zealand, the UK, other European countries where it is legal for them to own them. And they can actually buy the scopes there a lot of times. But they go, maybe they don't have dealers that know much about them. Maybe, and I don't understand this because I don't know all the exchange rates. Sometimes they say it's cheaper for them to buy them uh, here, our dollar, and the way it all works. I don't know. But it doesn't matter. I can't ship to them. And so my answer every single time is, I'm sorry it's against U.S. federal law for me to ship one of these outside the United States can't help you. And that's mm-hmm. it, period. Um, we just, there's nothing we can do about it. And I suspect that there's probably some guys in this industry, and I'm not like naming, I don't know anybody. I don't, have, I don't even have anybody in mind. But what I think is, There's probably some guys and I I would imagine even some smaller guys who maybe are part timers and they can turn a blind eye and and maybe ship something because, you know, these guys are willing to pay They're They they want them. And and, and again, I'm not saying this is the, the, the Taliban. And by the way, I have had requests from people to purchase scopes that are absolutely no question in my mind terrorist. um i i don't want to get into the whole story on here uh but no question in my mind and uh yeah so anyway with that i'm going to take this a step further and it's kind of talking about if you have any reasonable reasonable suspicion um I reserve the right to not sell a night vision or thermal scope to anybody that I don't want to for any reason. And that mm-hmm. real reason is if I have any inkling that you're going to take it out of the country. And I've had guys that say, oh man, yeah, I'm going to take this thing down to Mexico. And I'm like, nope, sorry. Can't help you. Oh, what, what? Or I'm going hunting in Canada. Nope. I mean, I'm out. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then they go, oh, well, well I, no, I won't take it. I didn't, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not It's just not taking that chance. It's just not, I have this, you have mentioned it. And I mean, in, in a serious way, I'm, I'm out, you know, Mm. now if we're having the conversation and you're like, Hey, can I take this thing to Canada? No. Okay. You're going to take it to Canada. No. I mean, you know what I'm getting at, but, but if I have any suspicion I'm done and I I tell you what I think is also uh, another real possibility is that, uh, and a dealer could you know accidentally get involved in this? Is that he's selling to somebody in California, New York, New Jersey, somewhere where they're buying them, and this third party? I mean, he he has no idea what you know who he's selling it to, and this third party takes it and then ships it over. They're basically a middleman, and I'm sure there's hmm. probably a lot of that happening, and that wouldn't be the dealer's fault at that point. But we do. Uh, Our due diligence and I, you know, all the guys that I'm friends with in this industry, uh, I I know several of the other big dealers in Texas, and none of us have any desire to sell a scope outside the country because we know what the repercussions are and we don't want them getting in the hands of somebody else. So it is something that is in the back of my mind on, you know, almost every phone call that I take, every email is I want to know where this guy's at, what he's going to do with it. And I'm not getting involved in helping you get one out of the country. It's just <laughs> ri- ridiculous. Well, and and yeah. so yeah, and I was going to say that uh a, a lot of guys that I talk to that are that are just end users and say, "Hey, I want to sell this scope. I mean, can I legally sell it and what do I need to be careful of?" And Again, it's just like selling a gun. Look, you can go buy thermal scopes on, on you know, Amazon. All right, don't. Yeah. Anybody that buys a thermal scope on Amazon is, you know, don't do not do that. Go so, go support your local dealer. But yeah. um, you see the point I'm making. You can buy them yeah. anywhere. You can buy them in, in any, you know, whatever, Bass Pro Cabela's. You can buy these things. So it's not like it's some big deal. Just don't sell it to anybody that you even have any suspicion might take it out of the country, and you should be good.
1: Well, I was going to say related to that is think of the booming and growing by the day online use thermal market. I mean, where you're posting it online and selling and shipping to people you don't know, um, you know, there's transactions being made all the time sure. that way. And, you, you know, the at that point, the responsibility, um, similar, I guess, when you, the way you sell a gun is responsibilities on, on the person selling it that well. you know that. You know, this isn't ending up in the wrong hands. Yeah,
0: and use common sense. I had a guy who I have no doubt is anything but a law-abiding citizen, and he was in, I don't remember what country, somewhere in Europe. Uh, This was about three weeks ago, and he uh, found us on this podcast. He called, and uh, I was, you know, out of the office. My office manager said, you know, he's out. And he goes well I'm from I don't I really don't remember what country somewhere in Europe and she said well he's out and you know we can't call you back in Europe sorry I can't you know yeah. don't have international calling the guy called two or three times trying to catch me she's like you're not gonna catch him you're gonna have to email him we, you know we can't sell to you we, I'm not sure what you need because he told her where he, and she, and he was like well I have some questions whatever and she's like well I don't know if he can help you and we sure mm-hmm. can't sell to you well he did email me and a nice guy and I told him you know hey, I can't sell to you can't help you and he says, uh, and again, I, Hey, who knows this guy could have been, you know, the, the terrorist, but I, I don't think so. But he says, I, I've got a friend in, I think he said, California. Um, I'll have him purchase it. And I said, Nope, Nope. Can't help <laughs> yeah. you there. And, and I said, you know, you no, know, well, he could ship it to me. Nope. Can't help you. I'm sorry. Yeah. End of conversation. So he emails me a third time and he says, I'm coming to the United States. I'll just buy it then. Nope. not from me and now you know that can happen okay the guy can be in the u.s he can buy one he can walk into any store uh, he can pick one up he throws it in his bag and if he gets out of the country with it he's got And that i'm sure that kind of stuff is happening Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: uh, my advice is just just like selling a gun be careful and you're good i mean cover your cover your tracks
1: so um, wait a minute
0: cover your tracks that is not what i meant cover your bases.
1: That's cover, what but, I meant. Not yeah. your, not
0: your tracks, your bases, cover your bases. And that and went
1: completely over that completely went way over my head and I didn't catch it until you. Yeah. <laughs> you I didn't. It's like, Oh no, you're, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Don't cover your tracks. Um, so, you know, rarely do we get news like this, especially related to night vision and thermal scopes that make national news like it has done and just caught fire on social media with, with concerned people, um, Jason, like you and I, first thing we did was talked about it and, you know, what are the implications of this moving forward uh, related to not just ATM, but Pulsar, any any uh, night vision or thermal manufacturers that have these apps that are related to the scopes. But um, but moving on from that, so if, you, uh, if you're concerned, you have questions about it, please let us know. Please email us at the late night vision show at gmail.com. If you're interested in purchasing, uh, and you live in the United States and you're not going anywhere outside (laughs) the country. Yeah. There's no reason that you, you can't own one of these scopes legally. (laughs) And you're not the, yeah, you're not the Taliban uh, and you live here and you're going to be here. Uh, give Jason a call at 877-350-1818. Uh, or you can check out, uh, out all the gear on outdoor legacy com. You can, uh, definitely buy your scopes there online too. So, um, in other related, well, maybe not related, but in other news, good news. Um, after a 12 month long wait, I finally, uh, got the call that my suppressor, uh, is out of jail. And what I said on social media, on Instagram, as I said, it was a 12 month long bitter custody battle. Um, uh, <laughs> but my, uh, ATF finally gave me full custody of my suppressor. And I'm going to tell you, um, I, got, I went with the Dead Air Sandman Ti. Now you've got one too, and I, I bought got it one. based on your yeah, ba- bought it based on your recommendation. Now, oh, boy, y- you've got another one coming too. What, what do you have coming?
0: Um, um, I've got a Sandman Ti, and I've got an Omega. Uh, it's said uh, the uh, Salchico Omega three hundred, and then mm-hmm. I have another Omega three hundred on the way. Man, um, well, I, and and I know that's kind of boring. I wanted to get something different, but I'm all about direct thread short yeah. and, yep. and that, and the Omega and the Sandman are just, they're, they're great. They're, yep. I mean, look and, and I don't, I don't fancy myself as the expert on all, all things cans, but, uh, the, they're both, they're two of the most popular suppressors uh-huh. for a long time. And, uh, I talked to a lot of people and everybody seems to like them and, and I got the Omega, uh, I love it. So I got another one coming and, uh, it's just, it's nice to have, I, when I'm one of those guys that, man, and I know there's uh, a couple of buddies that'll probably listen to this. When I said I was going to buy one, I was like, you know, everybody said, well, you go ahead and buy two. You're going to want two. Just go ahead. I was like, oh, I'm going to get one. I'll never yeah. need two. I only shoot one gun at one time. Why would I ever want two? And uh, I got one and within six weeks, I was like, I need another one. I, need, I mean, yeah. I was trying to changing it from this rifle to that rifle. Mm-hmm. And if somebody wants to go with you, and they don't have a can, then you don't need a can because you still yeah. weren't hearing protection. And so I was like, you know, and that's what y'all did. You got, y'all got two, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We got two. So, you know, not to, uh, you know, give dead air or, or anybody else, any, you know, ringing endorsement or anything. I mean, they're not that Jason and I paid full price for ours, so <laughs> yeah, that, you know Exactly. I, I I really I like the dead air a lot. I, I mean, I, uh-huh. I think it's uh uh I'm with you. I like the direct thread. Um and it's it's and man, it's great. It's quiet. It is Uh um, been shooting a bunch of hogs with it and, and, and they like it the hogs don't have to wear ear protection or their ears aren't ringing That's too right. much from the That's noise right. at least <laughs> well we
0: are concerned about but, uh, the,
1: the yeah. hearing of the hogs We'd... but uh, I, I imagine at some time in a future episode we'll have some more suppressor talk we'll, we'll talk about uh, maybe compare and contrast the, the the dead air from the silencer co and uh, see which one maybe you and I will swap out and test yeah. it next time we're together and see which one we like better exactly Um but also, uh, Jason, you've got some news on the wraiths on the Sightmark race, which I still get calls and asked about all the time. They want to know when is it going to be here. The wait has been uh, seems like a long time, <laughs> but uh, it's popular, man. Those scopes the, are super popular.
0: It is uh, the the wait continues to be a long time. Mm-hmm. I've said this ten times on the show, and I'll say it ten more. Uh, it is by far the most popular. Uh, you know the the most sought after excitement, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, uh, fanfare over any night vision or thermal scope I've ever seen. The only right. thing that ever came close to this was when the original photons were released, the Sightmark photons back around 2013, and uh, I was I was on board for that. It was pretty darn crazy. Uh, Then in 2014, when the Photon XTs came out, again, it was nuts. We had a waiting list. Nothing like this. Never Mm -hmm. seen anything like this. Uh, It's crazy. Now, uh, there have been two full shipments to the U.S. so far. There is a third on the way. And the original word was, you know, could be late August, probably September. Uh, They said early September, now they're saying late September. Um, mm-hmm. It ain't here. This is yeah. the the good news. This is what I I'm going to tell you all that I know. And I spoke with Sightmark at length, uh, you know, on on last week, Friday, end of the week, and the word is is that they're on the way. They are on the mm-hmm. ocean, headed this way, and they'll be here when they get here. And and folks, you got to remember. They're on it. They're on the ocean. So they're not on in the air. When something comes in Mm. the air, you know, then that plane takes off and you know when Mm. that plane's going to land. The ocean doesn't work exactly that way. And then you get to port and then, you know, containers can sit on a a boat for a while then they can get offloaded and they can see, you know what I mean? There's a lot Mm. going on there. These ports, it isn't like they're just unloading, you know, one container. There's a lot happening there. And they've got to go through customs and all that. Then they have to get shipped here to Texas. They have to do their quality control checks. Then they've got to box them, ship them to dealers. It's a process. Mm-hmm. And folks, I don't know what to say. I mean, it's Sightmark is, they've upheld their end of the deal. I mean, I, I don't want anybody to think I'm blaming them. I'm not. They've, they've been really pretty much right on time with what they've said throughout this whole thing. And it's September and they say they're on the way. I trust them. I believe they're going to be here but i don't know there's nothing we can do i'm just getting so many phone calls and emails and i know there's guys that have been on my list since may i get it and and we're getting and it's just like hey we're waiting and it's not site mark's fault it's just the yeah. way and, and I, i'm gonna say this None of us like to wait. I'm the same way, especially when it's a cool new toy. It's night vision. It's, you know, man, we want it and we wanted it yesterday. And the waiting is terrible. And the longer we wait, it just seems like it's, it's, you know, just taking forever. But we're in a day and age where it's instant gratification and we don't Mm -hmm. have to wait on anything. And it's, it's people, a lot of people don't understand that. They're like, what do you mean? Just, just get them here. Just make them just have them tomorrow. Like, it's not that Mm -hmm. easy. This is just, this industry, uh, anybody that's been around the night vision and thermal industry very long knows that supply and demand and manufacturing, and it's an interesting industry. So Mm -hmm. all I can say is they're coming. They're still saying the end of the month. Um, I, I haven't, you know, I don't know where they're at right now, but they're supposedly on the way and hopefully it won't be long. So just Hang tight, folks, and yep, everybody should, should be getting them, hopefully, at the end of this month.
1: All right. Well, which is September, heard, by the way. Exactly. So if you're listening or watching this September 2019, uh, they're coming. The man says it. They're coming. Well,
0: so. <laughs> I, I, Sight Mark says it. I'm repeating what Sight Mark says. No, they're, they're coming, and we'll, yeah. we'll be here when they get here. It's kind of like Santa Claus.
1: All right, well, stay tuned to the podcast because I know that when they come in, we'll be throwing a party and we're going to have a lot of happy customers when those scopes come in. But thank you all for checking out the show today. Uh, Please go check out, like I said, OutdoorLegacyGear.com. You can give Jason a call if you want to purchase a night vision or thermal optic, 877-350-1818. You can also find uh, Jason on Instagram, on Facebook at the uh, Outdoor Legacy Gear. And you can find me on Instagram at Hansetx or YouTube, uh, Hansetx. I've been doing a bunch of Thermion uh, work, been uh, showing some hog drops and coyote drops with the Thermion XP50. And uh, I'll be re- reviewing the, uh, Jason, I'll be reviewing that XM50 Thermion pretty soon. So we will be showing some video with that as well uh, on the Hansetx YouTube channel. But thank you all for joining us this week for another edition, Episode 71 of the Late Night Vision Show. Y'all stay safe in the fields, keep making them bacon pancakes, and we'll see y'all next Thursday.